Scouting out of the blue corner. He gives you your football meat and potatoes style and is the undisputed king of detailed player analysis. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Steve the Hey guys, this is Steve the Scout, and I am joined by Austin Smith and uh, Josh Davis. Uh, we're covering, you know, we're covering training camp, uh, all 32 NFL teams. This is an exciting part of the year. Um, you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna finish off, you know, our, our discussion really of previewing every training camp in the NFC North um, by talking about the Minnesota Vikings, guys. You know, this is a team that that really that they're really they're really underachieved last year when you when you look at what they have on paper. Um, one thing that, that I think, um, you know, people sh- should look at, um, that could be a really interesting marriage is, uh, is offensive coordinator, Kevin Stefanski. Um, he's, he's actually Minnesota's longest tenured, um, longest tenured coach. And he's been in that system for a while. Uh, and he's really one of those guys that has impressed people big time within that building. Um, and you know, he's worked his way up the coaching ladder, uh, on on that team, and it's, be, and it's become someone that's actually quite respected. And I think you know if you see him really revitalize this Vikings this Vikings offense, listen to me. In, in a year or two from now, um, you can hear about uh, Stefanski being someone uh, that you know teams are coveting for for, for a head coaching job. But um, you know he he's he's worked he's worked with Kirk Cousins. Um, he worked with them last year. Um, he understands his team. He's worked with Zimmer for, for so since, since he since he's been there. So look, um, it is a new offensive coordinator, but there is there is some familiarity there, which I think is a, a very very nice thing. Uh, defensively, they bring back George Edwards, George Edwards for another year, um, and you know that's be the big thing is can the Vikings get this pass rush going? They have one of the best defensive lines in the NFL, which we'll touch on in a bit. Um, and, uh, I think this is, this is a big year for the team. I really do think that, you know, you look, you look last year, um, the team underachieved and really, um, you know, for, for the Minnesota Vikings, I do see really Kirk cousins, uh, being a guy that this season, he really takes another step in that offense. Uh, Kirk cousins did not play bad. Kirk cousins was not a bad quarterback last year. Um, he, to me, um, he's despite his record. Um, this is this is someone that over his career he's shown consistently good play. He's shown he's an NFL uh, starting quarterback. There's no there's no there's no question about it. And I think uh, in in this offense, I think he's going to take another step this year. I really do. And I think um, when you look at um, what a successful training camp looks like uh, for them, you know, I really think that it's going to be it's going to be Kirk Cousins, you know, taking the next step. Uh, do you guys, you know, see that being as, you know, really the key for the Vikings to have a great training camp? Uh, if you had to pick out one thing is really Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins evolving in this offense. Austin, what do you think on that? Well, you know, I, I, I want to start by saying this. Um, uh, yes, yes. Kirk Cousins has to get 
more consistent. He has to start making better decisions more consistently, you know, and, and that is going to be vital, but, but let's be honest, this offense as a whole, you know, this offensive line did him very little favors last year. It did the run game very little favors last year. You know, Dalvin Cook still hasn't had that breakout season that, that Minnesota hopes. So, you know, this offense just as a whole, I think, you know, needs to they, – they just need to come together because there's talent there. There's talent at every level. And I love the way Minnesota attacked the offseason this year. They go out and they get, you know, they get a guy like Klein on the offensive line. They go get Bradbury with a first-round pick. They get guys like Samia, you know, and, and Ole Udo, who I was bigger on than I guess most people were. You know, this is a team that looked at its weakest position – at its weakest unit, the offensive line – and they got aggressive and they attacked it. And I think that makes Kirk Cousins' job easier. But Kirk Cousins, absolutely. You've got to take that next step in your development. <clears throat> Never did it in Washington. I don't care what anybody says. You know, that contract that he got, you know, was based on on desperation and need because a bunch of teams that really needed quarterback help went after him. But at the end of the day, Kirk Cousins is still at a point in his career where he still has not proven that he can play this game for 16 weeks in a season plus playoffs that he can play with consistency from start to finish, you know, and, and, and he's going to have to do that. So absolutely successful training camp means Kirk cut. First of all, means this offense coming together. And secondly, means Kirk Cousins taking the next step. Josh, you see that being the key for training camp that really it has it has to be Kirk Cousins evolving in this offense above anything else. Yeah, I do. Uh the thing about it is is that I feel a little bit differently than what uh um than what Austin says. Uh 70% completion percentage last year, 4200 yards, 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. I mean, over the last 4 years, I know that it's getting easier for quarterbacks. But over the last four years, over 4,000 yards, over 25 touchdowns each season, less than 15 interceptions each season. Uh, he needs more around him, if you ask me. But that said, there are ways that he has to improve. And, and that is what Austin said, consistent decision-making. Has to get better because he's good in spurts. I still believe that he's the best draft pick that they got, especially at the quarterback position in Washington the year that they got him in RG3. I think he was the better better long-term prospect than RG3 was. I never saw him lasting a long time in the NFL, and he proved that to be right. But Kirk Cousins has to be better at making decisions for the long term uh, because of, of what I always go back to, and that's consistency and continuity because if they're not consistent and they don't get a rhythm uh then then an offense can't survive and, and so he has to be better at making his decisions or they'll never get that rhythm yeah uh and um and you know continuing to go to go through this offense you know i i, I think outside of that you know the biggest biggest things is yeah the offensive line bringing in klein getting bradbury um, that's the area really, really where where they were weakest anywhere in their entire team. So, hit hit that right on hit that nail right on the head, Austin. Uh, it's interesting to see, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to watch. You know, if I was at training camp observing something, I'd really be watching a lot of Irv Smith Jr. because 
Um, to me, when you when you look at him as as a receiving tight end, to me, there's no doubt that he that that, that you know he's going to make a good living in the NFL in a few years from now. You know, he could be one of those guys that you know command you know commands a new deal early. Um, and uh, you know, I, I look at him and a lot of his his receiving ability. Um, I, I just think that he's someone that his game is just going to translate at the next level. Um, it could be the signaling that Kyle Rudolph. Uh, could be out of there, but I'm gonna really want to see what they do there, you know, at the at at the at the tight at the tight end position. Um, Austin, you you see any chance where, um, you know, how do you see them maybe working Irv Smith as a rookie into this offense with Kyle Rudolph already there starting? Well, for starters, it does sound like the Vikings are are making some strides in getting Rudolph an extension there, um, but you know. You know, that's that's a different conversation. But the truth is, is Rudolph and Irv Smith actually complement each other quite well. I mean, Rudolph is a guy that's more of an inline, you know, your typical tight end position, your traditional tight end, whereas Irv Smith is more of a move tight end. And that's what he did at Alabama. They motioned him around. He lined up in the slot. He lined up in the H back position. He lined up in the backfield at times. You know, this is a guy that can can be a very versatile tight end in this league in the H back, you know, mold. And, uh, and that, uh, that, that adds, you know, creativity to this offense. And, you know, Steve, you, you talked about, uh, you know, the, the offensive coordinator, let's not forget that, um, that Gary Kubiak is, is also part of this staff as an offensive consultant or an offensive advisor. So, you know, he's, Wisniewski's getting an opportunity to, to, to hear from a, a, an offensive mind that is really, you know, done some very good things. When you look at, you know, Baltimore, you know, some of the things he did, obviously the things he did in Denver on a, on a variety of occasions, even in Houston at times he was there. I mean, you know, it's, it's easy to forget about how good Arian Foster was there, you know, when Kubiak was the coach, but you know, I let, let's be honest. I mean, these, he, he's had a lot of success coaching the offense, you know, in this league. And now he's going to be there as kind of a, a helpful, you know, a, a helpful voice to be able to give advice, to be able to tweak things a little bit. And the defense, the defensive players coming out of OTAs and in minicamp are raving about how much vastly improved this offense looks. And I'm sure it starts on the offensive line, but, but, you know, let's not forget, you know, about the added weapons too. Cause anytime you can add a weapon to an offense that has Stefan Diggs and, and, and Thielen, you know, anytime you can add to those two, I mean, you're just making the offense all that much more dangerous. And and let's be honest, you know, Kirk Cousins, hey, he did some good things with the tight ends while he was in Washington. Now you got an opportunity to add another good tight end with a very different skill set than the one you already have. It can really make that offensive create that offense creative. Yeah, and, and and I think you know um, th- this this team this team being able to develop the physical presence on the offensive line, bringing in some of the players you know you know that that they did you know even even Riley Reef you know you know now being there, um, uh, I, I I think you know when you lo- when you look at this offense you know there's there's a lot to get excited about they have they have good players now, really all along all along all along that offense for the most part. Uh, we'll be excited. I'll be I'll be excited to see what happens. Uh, again, I really do think that you know, uh, Dal you know Dalvin Cook you know outside of Kirk Cousins, that's going to be another player that I think 
uh, if he takes that next step and he stays healthy and he's on the field, uh, you know, for, for, for at least close to 16 games, uh, it could make a massive difference uh, in their in their success. Um, so we're going to take a, a quick commercial break. Uh, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, the defense of the Minnesota Vikings and really, you know, what we can expect out of them come training camp. And we are back here on the Pro Football Scouting Show. Leave it to our smart producer, Josh Davis, to focus, to focus on the things, you know, outside of me and Austin, we focus on what kind of routes these guys run. But Josh actually reads the news, um, and uh, he caught us here. So so actually, uh, Kyle Rudolph did get extended uh, four years, $36 million, $9.25 million guaranteed. Um, so uh, with that being said, you know, we're going to now move we're going to now move to the defensive side of the ball. Um, and uh, when you when you look at this team defensively, um, this this is this is a defensive line, really a front seven uh, that I think, you know, is remember, it, I think it's going to be one of the best in the NFL. And they're and they're only two years removed from being from being statistically the top ranked defense in the NFL. Uh, Daniil Hunter is a is a physical freak, but he's also invo- he's also evolved into a great pass rush a great pass rush technician, a great run defender. He has he has those long arms. He has the explosive get off. Um, he's a great he's 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 become so much better with his hands over time. Uh, you have an interior player like Linval Joseph, uh, you know who's who's you know a guy that. You know, can stuff the middle, and, and a guy that you know has has the ability to to pressure, to put pressure on the middle middle part of, of that offensive line, uh, and then you have you know another guy on the outside, Everson Griffin, who last year you know he he dealt with a lot of mental health issues, and uh, and and you know you look at you look at a healthy Everson Griffin being opposite side of of Daniil Hunter, this this is still one of the best one two combinations in terms of pass rushers in the NFL. You look you look at Anthony Barr as a def- as a defensive player. No, he's he's not he's not racked up, you know, uh, a lot of sacks, but when you talk when you talk about um a guy that nails his assignments and, you know, makes this defense a lot better, you turn on the Vikings tape, there's no there's no question that that An- that Anthony Barr is that. Statistically, it's not going to be there. But you know, this is this is a guy. If you just watch him on tape, he's a great football player. Um, and and uh, and then you look at you look at you know the middle you know the middle linebackers on this team. They do have they do have Eric Kendricks. That's their starting middle linebacker. Um, someone that uh, I've scouted ever since he was in college, uh, as well as as well as his brother. Um, so look, I, you know, I think he's he's still a good middle linebacker. But really, uh, the excitement you know that I have. Um, is really going to be the back part of this defense because, um, you know, guys, you know, we, we looked we looked at um, a few secondaries last year. Josh, uh, your Philadelphia Eagles, a lot of good players in that secondary that weren't healthy. But um, I don't know if there's, you know, any secondary that I think could have a bigger turnaround than, than Minnesota because when you look at guys, when you look at what they have when they're healthy, they have, they have Trey Wayans, uh, who, who I think this year could be, um, you know, when you go back and, and actually look look at, you know, what he accomplishes, I think Trey Wayans could be one of the most improved cornerbacks in the NFL. Uh, he's shown signs that he really is ready, I think, to take that next step. Um, Mike Hughes, 
uh, someone someone that I scattered coming out of college that I've always been very high on. Um, I didn't have him that far behind Denzel Ward, actually. And then you look at Xavier Rhodes, who they do think as still as a true number one cornerback, combined with combined with Harrison Smith. Um, you know, uh, Austin. You know, do you see do you see this secondary really being a big part of not only this defense but this team's success? And how important is it to see um, th- this secondary making big plays in training camp? Yeah, you know, and and one thing I I don't think you touched on there also is motivation. You know, Xavier Rhodes has had to listen to it all offseason about possibly being a trade candidate because he's not living up to that big contract, possibly being a future cap casualty because of the number the, the numbers on that contract and and you know, compared to the production he's given him. And and let me tell you something, he's he's I know he's saying all the right things. I mean, he's he's being accountable, and he's saying, "Hey guys, I know I've got to play better." And you know what? Uh, you know, I'm kind of excited to see if if Xavier Woods comes out and does all the right things. I mean, you know, and and I'm going to take a jab at at our producer here since he he corrected me on the Kyle Rudolph thing. Take as many thing, jabs you know? as you want. Take as many uh, as you want. It's okay. I mean, I, we don't always know if those Florida State players, like you know, we don't always know if they're they're going to follow up on the things that they promise. So. You know, and 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 for Vikings fans, I'd also like to say, you know, I'm, I apologize on missing that Rudolph contract. You know, the Minnesota news doesn't always get to Oklahoma as fast as it used to when Adrian Peterson was there. But, uh, but no, I mean, all all reality, Xavier Woods sounds like he is motivated and ready to live up to that big contract, ready to 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 be accountable to his teammates. Because at the end of the day, when you talk about how good this defense is, they, they weren't just good. They were a close, tight-knit bunch. There has not been a ton of turnover on this defense in the last three, four years. This is a group that has stayed together. They've busted their tails on that unit when the offense wasn't even very good for them. This defense stayed together, and these guys are accountable to each other. You look at that in every decision, it seems like, these Vikings defenders make. You know, Xavier Woods just seems like he's going to be the next one that says, hey, guys, you know what? Hey, I dropped the ball last year. I did not live up. So, uh, and and you know what? Once again, producer is uh, is correcting me. I've said Xavier Woods three times now. Xavier Rhodes, guys. Xavier Rhodes. But, you know, he he is ready to live up to that contract, you know, and he's ready to make the adjustments that he needs to. And and once again, Everson Griffin, hey, guys, he didn't have to take a pay cut. He didn't have to, you know, hey, pass rushers, everybody needs pass rushers, no matter who you've already got on your roster. You can never have enough pass rushers. So, I mean, Everson Griffin could have gotten cut you know, to save cap, you know, cap space and gone on somewhere else and gotten paid, but he didn't, he trusted a team that, you know, that, that stuck by him in a very difficult point in his life. And you know what? He's ready to, 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 to pay, make that pay off. So, you know, you look at a a guy like Griffin, you look at a guy like Rhodes, these are guys that, Hey, you know what? They, they've, they've got the team first attitude and it's hard to bet against guys like that. It's hard to bet against guys who look at the other 10 players on the field to, you know, you with them and say, you know what? I've got to be accountable to them. I've got to play better for them. When when you've got that kind of 
mentality on the defensive side of the football. It's just hard to bet against. And I'm, I wouldn't bet against a guy like Xavier Rhodes. I wouldn't bet against a guy like Everson Griffin coming back and having bounce back years. And, and to your point, this secondary, yeah, you know, I mean, they're back together. And, you know, if, if a guy like Holton Hill coming back off of, a, you know, when he comes back off that suspension, you know, if he can, you know, show the kind of flashes that he showed at the cornerback position on a more regular basis with a guy like Mike Hughes that I'm a big fan of, just like you were, Steve, coming out of that draft. He was my second best corner, too, behind Denzel Ward. You know, put him with Waynes and Rhodes and and Harrison Smith. You know, th- this secondary can get back to being a strength, which it wasn't last year. It was not a strength of this defense. So they can get back to that, though. And with that turnaround, hey, it's it's – it's going to make this defense look very familiar to what it was a few years ago. Yeah, I, I you know, looking at this team as a whole, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's any team, there's not many teams that I think have the potential to have such a big turnaround uh, from last season to this season as the Minnesota Vikings. There are some other teams I think of, but um, the Minnesota Vikings, um, when you when you when you look at you know top to bottom offense and defense, this really is. One one of I believe one of the premium rosters, at least on paper, from what I can see, in the in the NFL coming into this year, they got they got they have they have two they have two, they have two, you could say star receivers. You know they have they they have they have two different kind of tight ends. Uh, you know that you know um, are are both are both going to give you versatility in this offense. They've improved the interior part of that offensive line. Dalvin Cook, when you want to look at when you want to look at um, a running back that has untapped potential, uh, and, and I don't want to say that that it's untapped potential. It's just he's needed. He needs to be on the field for for a full season. Um, he really he really does. Um, and then and then again, you know, you look at you look at what they have at pass rusher. Again, to I think when you look at you know um, a pair a pair of bookend pass rushers, uh, this is this is about as good. As you'll get in the NFL when these two guys are on the field at the same time, couple that w- with good linebackers and Barn Kendricks, um, and and you know and you know good good guys and and a really 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 top really top notch you know secondary um, and a lot of guys that that were that were that were injured last year, you know Josh is is there anyone you know is there any one or two players in the secondary that you know you really think about 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 how critical it is for them to have a big year well of course xavier rhodes having a big year is is important uh, on a couple of levels uh we found out out of jacksonville that they don't they don't necessarily uh you know want to give Jalen Ramsey uh, any more money in his contract until it might be up. So now there's speculation to see if if these guys are, are even the top-end cornerbacks are going to get that kind of money uh, that Rhodes got. So I, I look at a guy like Mike Hughes, like you guys were talking about, this dude has the possibility to to get in there, and, and if he makes the plays and, and progresses like everyone thinks he will – uh, Xavier Rhodes could be now. This also depends on his contract because not a lot of people, not a lot of teams might take on this type of contract. But Xavier Rhodes could be a guy that they could, uh, you know, possibly get away from, try to move 
you know, and get out of some of this $32 million that they're guaranteeing him over the, the span of his contract, which isn't up until 2023. So it's important for Rhodes to get out there and to show that he can, you know, play an entire season healthy and, and, you know, you mentioned Holton Hill too. If these guys can can step up and you know uh, show that they can be high end cornerbacks and bring this Minnesota defense back to you know relevancy, then you know this is this division is going to be uh, one of the toughest uh, to win in. They've got a lot of a lot of great quarterbacks in this division, uh, but also. Uh, a lot of great uh, defensive backfields in this division. So it's it's really key for guys like Hughes, guys like Hill when he comes back, and guys like Rhodes on this team to show uh, that they deserve, you know, not only the not only the playing time, uh, but the money that a high-end cornerback can bring in and to show how important it is uh, to have a, a cornerback that can play at a high level that is either deserving of the money or deserving of the playing time uh, to make sure that your team can can counteract these quarterbacks. I love it, Josh. And Steve, let, 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 let me add something here. Color me shocked that Josh didn't come to, to the rescue for, for his boy Xavier Rhodes. Hey, he put it out there, man. They could trade him. You know, I, I, I'm kind of shocked he didn't, he didn't, you know, he didn't defend his former his former no, you know, next thing I know, Josh may come out and say that North Carolina is where championship college basketball whoa, is played whoa, best. Whoa, 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 hang on now. <laughs> hang on. There's one thing about telling the, the truth about, you know, where a football, you know, where a football player might end up doing. And then another thing to, to go against Kentucky basketball. Now, come on. I, I won't go against Kentucky basketball. You'll never hear North Carolina is, is whatever you said. I can't even finish the sentence. So, you know, but no, seriously, uh, no, this it, is, uh, you know, we talk about make it or break it years for some of the quarterbacks, you know, it's a make it or break it year for Xavier Rhodes too because uh, he's got some guys nipping at his heels and uh, Minnesota may try to move that contract and I wouldn't blame him I wouldn't blame him a bit uh, you know so he's he's got to make sure that you know he's talked in the same breath as a Jalen Ramsey even though they didn't play together at Florida State you know he's he's not only listened to a lot of the criticism uh, you know, an off season just for not being what he was, and maybe not mean, maybe not deserving of that money. But he's also talked to you know in the same breath as another Florida State cornerback. But Jalen Ramsey is is a lot of the time spoken higher of, and so that's that should you know nip at his heels a little bit. You know he, he you know he's got to he's got to feel that and be like, wait a minute, you know I've been in this league longer. Uh, I can play at the same type of level as he has, and I've shown that. I got to get out here and show these guys again that I'm one of the best at this position in the NFL, and I deserve every single bit of this $70 million contract that they've given me. So, you know, if he doesn't, he might be on his way out because they have talent and they have depth at the position. It's just how do they progress throughout the, the rest of training camp? That's what I want to see. Absolutely. And I think that that to me is going to be, you know, the one part of Vikings training camp defensively where I'm going to be, you know, you know, outside, you know, outside of just watching how they how they get after the quarterback. 
although they, they'll, they'll they won't really hurt him but but you know I, I think when you look at the secondary being back playing together it's something we're going to want to see and I think one of the keys uh to the Minnesota Vikings having a successful training camp on the defensive side of the ball uh that wraps up uh everything we have for you covering uh this this particular division so uh if you've not had the chance to go back and listen to listen to some of the Past episodes, if you're listening to this on podcast syndication, where you can hear that we actually, right now, here's our goal. You know, we got a month until training camp. We're going to give you individual attention for all 32 NFL teams. That is what that is one of the reasons that Pigskin Nut is is the football news that you've been missing is because we give you comprehensive league-wide league-wide analysis and, and you know one of the things that you know i realized is that the other the other week you know i was looking for training camp previews online to see you know what other you know what were some of the articles that were that were on there if there are any any that are being written and you look at it and, and there's really not a lot and uh, i i think you know um let's not let's not downplay how important training camp is um it sets the tone for preseason which sets the tone for the regular season you can downplay that all you want, um, but you know, studying teams. You know, the last few years, you t- I typically do see that if teams are the issues that are in training camp, a lot of times they do fester over to the preseason and the and 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 the regular season and, and just little things. You know, even the Seattle Seahawks, who um, you know I saw in their preseason last year that their their offensive line was really starting to overachieve, and I said, can that can that go on in the regular season and can they now develop more of a running game with that and, and they did so i think you know and you see examples like this uh, all throughout the league even unfortunately with my giants and their offensive line the writing was still on the wall in training camp in the preseason so look this stuff matters and uh, we're glad to get you this information uh if you want to check out more content from us uh you can you can visit us online at pigskinnutradio.com it's a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week football news radio station where we cover, uh, you know, a number of different, you know, NFL teams exclusively. We have shows like this on scouting. We have shows on, you know, real-life, you know, issues in the NFL and society and best player lists and all these different things. So go there, check us out. Any of the shows that you see there um, on that webpage, you can also listen to in podcast syndication. So pretty much. Uh, almost anywhere that you go and get your podcast, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, and there's and there's a whole lot more outside of that Podbean. Um, there, there's there's we're pretty much everywhere. Go there, listen to some of the past episodes, uh, check us out, and uh, you know if you guys you know have a suggestion or maybe there there's a certain show uh, that you know you, you know you have a show idea, you know send it to us. Um, our email is pigskinnutjob at gmail.com again that's pigskin nut job at gmail.com uh for steve fishkin aka steve the scout that is me uh with uh, my usual uh, co-host uh, austin austin smith and our producer josh davis uh this has been the pro football scouting show and uh we have now concluded our breakdown and our pre our training camp preview of the of the nfc north up next we are going to start focusing on training camp for the AFC North. Until next time.